Hello and welcome to season two of Let's Be Friends with Tori Segner. I'm your host, Tori, and I'm so excited to be diving into the Enneagram this season. In each episode, I'll interview a friend and ask them all sorts of questions about their Enneagram type and how it impacts their relationships. You'll hear lots of stories and receive great advice. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey, hey, we are here for our final episode of my Enneagram season. I've got two special Enneagram 9 guests with me today. We have Nicole. She's back. Hello. And we've got Sarah. She's back. Hi. (laughs) These are two of the calmest, nicest people I know. (laughs) And I love having nines in my life. Um, They just... The peacemakers, they bring peace. They make everything so chill and relaxing. It's just great. They're the people that will light a candle for you and just let you sit on their couch because that's what they want to do too. They just want to sit on their couch with a candle. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Brief overview of the Type 9, as always, from the Enneagram Institute's website. So... They're called the Peacemaker because they're just so sweet. (laughs) Um, So they're the easygoing, self-effacing type. They're receptive, reassuring, and agreeable, and complacent. It's not a very nice word. It's true, though. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. They're usually creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can also be too willing to go along with others to keep the peace. They want everything to go smoothly without conflict, but they can tend to be complacent, simplifying problems, and minimizing anything upsetting. Nicole is just nodding away here. (laughs) They typically have problems with inertia and stubbornness. Um, So their basic desire is to have this inner stability, this peace of mind, and their basic fear is of loss and separation. And so key, key motivations are just that they want to create harmony in their environment, to avoid conflicts and tension, and to preserve things as they are to resist whatever would upset or disturb them. Mm-hmm. It's such an interesting type to me because I am not this. <laughs> I would love to be someone who just prioritizes all of this peace and easygoingness and not rocking the boat, but I, I can't. <laughs> so it's really nice to have people like this in your life. Um, they make things easy, basically. <laughs> Except for when you're trying to figure out a place to eat. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. where you need someone else. Oh, yeah. You need a stronger uh-huh. personality in the mix. There. Yes. A big voice. Yeah. <laughs> a nine would be the one to say, whatever everybody else wants uh-huh. to Oh, yeah. Boom. I think I say that so often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to, like, consciously tell myself, like, okay, what do you want to yeah. eat, Sarah? You have to Like, decide. you have to decide. This is your time. That's why I don't <laughs> this really... This is your time. I don't really celebrate my... Like, I celebrate my birthday, but it's never a big deal. Uh-huh. Like, it's always just me and Elliot going to dinner and even choosing dinner. Sometimes I'm like well, let's just go to somewhere fancy because that's what we usually don't do. It's like, and the day's all about me and I'm stressed. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I've learned, like, for my birthday, I'm like, this inside is- I know I care and, like, want to be celebrated. So I'm like, I've started being like, I'm just going to plan something that I'm going to enjoy uh-huh. and then I won't feel disappointed. Like, <laughs> Well, you post your own birthdays. I know. <laughs> That's amazing. I just learned that 
I need to do that. Yep. So I don't, like, feel bad yeah. about it's my so, birthday. It's yeah. so you don't feel bad? It's so that I know that, like, it's going to be something that I want to do and that's going to be fun. Okay. And I've just, like, learned I need to, like, voice that I want that. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Oh, it's taking a long, yeah. long time to get here. Well, you have great self-birthday yeah. parties. It's fun. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun for me, too, because I don't have to do anything. It's I think nice. we talked about this in my other episode yeah. that I was about to host my birthday. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you were going to do She it did again. a great job. Yeah, it was update. great. Yeah, update. You all had her birthday. It was fun. It was great. Okay, now I get to share when I knew you were an Enneagram 9 for both of you. So, I'll start with Nicole. So, Nicole, I don't know if you'll remember this or not. We were all um, in Silverthorn, and we were talking about, like, you were sharing research about, like, childhood oh. <laughs> things. Like, that sounds like me. Discipline, <laughs> like, disciplining kids oh, yeah. or oh, yeah. whatever. And um, you're like, you know, recent research shows that, you know, this is effective, and this isn't actually as effective as we thought it was. And everybody was just kind of quiet, like, absorbing the information. And you went, you were like... But I, I'm not saying anything's right or wrong. <laughs> and I was like, your research clearly says yeah. that there's one right and there's one wrong. <laughs> but I could tell in that moment you were like, but, but, wait, 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 don't hate me. Have I offended anyone? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I would say that was, like, the moment. Oh, but then funny. just in general, anytime you go over to Nicole's house, like, I mean, you are hostess extraordinaire, of course, but, like, you have... So many blankets and candles. <laughs> it is the classic. All things cozy. Yes. Always. Yeah. And uh, as she has mentioned before, she loves to just sit and watch TV. She's just a very, like, outwardly, you can so see that you're a nine. Very <laughs> docile. Yeah, docile. <laughs> nice. And then there's sweet, sweet Sarah. Hello. <laughs> I'm interested to see what this one is. So the thing is, you are so consistently at peace that, like, I don't think there's any one, like, real big moment yeah. that, like, stands out for me, even though I've known you for years. So I would say for you, it's mostly, like, the fact that I've just never seen you disagree with anyone before. <laughs> I've literally never seen I you. I do my best to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been very friends ever since I moved yeah. here, three and a half years. I have never seen you raise hell. <laughs> like, I've never seen you tell someone, like, I don't agree with that ever. <laughs> so that's kind of like the main thing. Yeah. And then also like you're married to Elliot yes. and like only a nine could be married to Elliot. <laughs> yeah. Elliot is a wild uh-huh. buckaroo. <laughs> he takes a lot of patience. Yes. A lot of patience. I remember one time I got really offended because like I said something like, do you think Elliot, like, do you think we could like, you know, yeah. be married? And he was like, no, like, absolutely not. And he's like, you can't put two crazy people in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this wouldn't work. No. So anyway, just, yeah, the fact that you're married to Elliot and the fact that you have hot tea right now. Yes. <laughs> it's mainly because, okay, well, I love tea and that is stereotypical nine. Yes. So totally falling into that stereotype. <laughs> but I also just don't like coffee. Yeah. So you exclusively drink tea. I exclusively drink tea. If I liked coffee, it would be coffee, probably. Yeah. But I need my tea. I need I my little bit of caffeine. Now that I have a two-month-old, too. Yeah. And to be somewhat coherent. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> gotta get some sort of a kick. Yeah. But hanging out with you is just, like, 
the most peaceful thing. Even yeah. if we're watching something like The Bachelor where I get real heated, <laughs> Sarah's just always there to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah Tori. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a great perspective, Tori. <laughs> Oh, just so calm, so sweet. But yeah, I would say it's the combination of yeah. those three things. Never seen a disagreement. Married to Elliot. <laughs> drinks tea. Drinks tea. Yeah. 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 Those are those are Sarah's nine isms. Makes sense. Plus, probably so many more. I mean, you're yeah. yeah. As you were reading that like thing, every time I read nine stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, could I be more just like oh, yeah. in something? Because. To, like, prepare for this, I, like, texted a few friends. I was like, so what Enneagram are you? Like, just trying to think about how I interact with things. And um, they're like, I don't know. I kind of float between this and this because they just read them. Like, a lot of people, they're just all over the place. I'm like, no, I think I'm just a nine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I fit in this category. So it yeah. makes it easy. Mm-hmm. Do you, either of you feel like you have wings? If it, I do, it's a wing one. Yeah. Same yeah. with me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not strong. No. Okay. I would say I can tend to be more, like, judgmental of, like, myself, which is very one-ish. Yeah, hard on yourself. But, I don't know. Like, if you asked my husband if I was anything like a one, he'd be like, absolutely not. Because <laughs> I'm just, like, not the stereotypical yeah. one, like, organized or, like very type A or, you know, just like, I don't have a lot of things together and I'm not like a self mm-hmm. like motivator. Like I'm going to get these things done. <laughs> it's just so weird to me that you say all of that because valedictorian uh, of Faith Academy. Well, and I feel Marvel like Falls. in high school I was so not this way. Yeah. And yeah, you've changed. Oh my gosh. For the better. I agree. I've like Hopefully, really made more relaxed. <laughs> really like chilled out in adulthood, and it's wonderful. Yeah, it's a good way to grow. It is. It is funny to look back on our lives and see like how much we've kind of leaned into our wings mm-hmm. in different seasons. So, but yeah, Sarah, I, I would agree. I think I see a slight one. Wing. Yeah, just a little bit of a one. I love like rules. <laughs> so that part of one, I, I, I resonate like with rules. that. Like I hate. I, like breaking the law would just terrify me mm-hmm. like in the slightest bit sometimes yeah. like Elliot speeds all the time and I'm like you're gonna get caught like <laughs> like you are going to like I'll go like five over you know the yeah. normal amount but sometimes I'll go like 10 or 12 and I'm like hmm? yeah I'm like I'm sitting here but this is on you bud and it just makes me uncomfortable sometimes I'm like oh yeah just, yeah breaking rules I cannot totally agree break a uh-huh. rule yeah very uh-huh. much makes sense <laughs> yeah and I don't like when other people break rules. Yeah. I'm like, just, yeah, just follow them. <laughs> like, they're not that hard. Like, Please. <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about what it's like being a nine and how it shapes the kind of friend that you are. Nicole, you want to go first? Yeah. So I think the biggest, like, I guess, like, driving force is absolutely, like, keeping the harmony And, like, it's very uncomfortable if there's any sort of, like, I don't know, like, arguing or Mm -hmm. conflict or even, like, I think some people are very comfortable with just, like, disagreement and, like, I have this opinion and it's a very strong Mm -hmm. opinion and you have this and that's fine. I, like, crumble. Like, we can't not agree. Agree. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
And and the other thing that is really typical of nines is like in those moments of like discomfort is like engaging in very like numbing behaviors. So like mm-hmm. I like at work or something, if um a parent gets mad at me, I'll like soak that in for weeks. Oh no. And like I'll like take it home and just be like, I just need to like watch tv or like like (laughs) total numbing behaviors like just don't think about it Mm -hmm. yeah um and and i think that can look really different for a lot of nines like what that behavior is Mm -hmm. for me it's tv um and just like i don't have to think about it or reading Mm -hmm. um but yeah so i definitely relate to those things <laughs> yeah no that makes a lot of sense I love how you're saying you just crumble oh yeah because <laughs> you're just so uncomfortable I well, think that describes it well yeah and I think nines like with tea and cozy <laughs> things and candles like we just seek comfort and yeah. like that like peacefulness mm-hmm. in our life and yeah. so it can be like in our relationships we want everyone to be like happy with us we want everyone to just like have a good time and get along (laughs) and yeah like at home I'm just always looking to be like comfy and all of that and so anything that's like uncomfortable is just like yucky to us (laughs) (laughs) yucky I haven't heard that word in a long time. I work with kids, so. A plus vocab. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Um, I think in friendships, too, like, nines and me specifically, I think it just leads to we have really good ears to hear people out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So with whatever situation people are going through... I can always empathize, almost maybe too much Mm. empathy, like, oh my gosh, I can totally put myself in your shoes, and like, it's different because you're not going through it, but I feel it, and I'm like, oh, that's gotta suck, and then turn around the next day if somebody has like the exact opposite experience, I can be like, oh my gosh, yes, yes." like I can totally see that, it's like, so I can't read that much politics or like anything like news related. I'm like, I can see everything. Yes. And I totally <laughs> agree with everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like it has it takes me a while to be like, what is actually my opinion yeah. on things? Yeah. Um, like what do I actually think for myself? Because I'll read like different articles or different things and I'm like, uh, yeah, it's all mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yes, very easily influenced. Yes. Because it's, you can see, like, all the different all of sides it. of ever like, yeah. yeah, I understand why you're feeling uh-huh. that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. vice versa. So, definitely that, um, yeah, just having a good ear with friendships, So I think that's probably one of our biggest, like, perks of being a nine, in my opinion. Um... And never stirring the pot. That's never a bad thing, in my opinion. Just never, just always being calm and knowing how to, like, de-escalate situations, too. I work in customer service for an insurance company, an auto insurance company. And so, hear a lot of complaints all day and de-escalations all day is basically what I do. Um, Ew. And just <laughs> talking people down. Um, and so... I think just having that ability to relate to people and hear them out and mm-hmm. then, I don't know, kind of talk them down or up <laughs> or whatever they need. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've witnessed that in our friendship. Yeah. 
Um, but I think, yeah, in friendships, that's what I think of and go to. <laughs> You're both great listeners. That's for sure. Had many, many conversations where I've probably done way too much of the talking. <laughs> We like that, though. Yes. Like, I, love I love when I ask one question and someone goes off. I'm like, yeah. yes. Just, but then I do also, like, with consistent friendships, so, like, longer friendships like us mm-hmm. and stuff, I have to remember to be like, okay. Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I didn't talk about myself at all, and I actually wanted to say yeah. some things. And it just never, like, or I felt like it never popped up in the conversation, mm-hmm. like, an appropriate time to do that when, like, long-term friends don't care when it pops up in a conversation or whatever and so I'll leave somewhere and be like oh my gosh I needed to talk to her about this Mm -hmm. or I wish I had talked to her about this and it just never happened because she was talking the whole time and initially I was like oh my gosh like this friend I don't know if I can handle it because she just talks about herself all the time they're like no it was me leading the conversation like I could have stepped in (laughs) and been that person be like this is what's going on with me as well yeah on top Mm -hmm. of just letting another person talk because I love hearing what's going on in people's lives and just being supportive for them yeah and just being cognizant of like well I need to also speak up and have friendships for myself yeah because like, no one no one wants to be the person on no. the other end either that's dominating a conversation yes um but then no one wants to feel like they can't get a word in either uh-huh, yeah. so yeah there's definitely responsibility like, in both parties mm-hmm. but i can see how like it would take you having to leave that conversation to even recognize yes. oh I, yeah like i, I should have said something yeah. like, <laughs> so that sounds like one of the challenges uh-huh, um mm-hmm. In relationships as a nine. And Nicole, you were talking about just, like, wanting to just completely avoid conflict, Mm wanting everyone to be um, on the same page and happy. Those sound like challenges. Oh, yeah. It's, like, to a fault. Yeah. Of, of like, when hard conversations arise or, you know, if people have, like, an issue that they need to, like, come to you with, it's just so hard to like have those conversations and be comfortable and I think another big like driver for nines is just stability in relationships and that like fear of loss Mm -hmm. and so with conflict um I think we can tend to like worry if that relationship is in jeopardy versus Mm -hmm. other people that are more like comfortable with that aren't feeling that way and so it's like no like we're gonna have this conversation we're gonna resolve it mm-hmm. and then we're gonna be great be stronger even yeah like, and that's like, not what it's we think. gonna be a good thing and yeah <laughs> what we think yeah exactly we're like this uh-huh. is gonna ruin yeah. our relationship uh-huh. and like so it just feels very scary and you know to a fault to where you do need to have honest like hard conversations sometimes mm-hmm. because it does strengthen relationships and so yeah just like a huge barrier for nines to get yes. over mm. I feel like we have a lot of surface level friendships mm-hmm. a lot of the time yeah and like you said almost to a fault of letting mm-hmm. people in and actually seeing the not peaceful side of you <laughs> yeah well and if like if we ever I think we can get steamrolled a lot mm-hmm. of like people who do have like a stronger personality or if we feel like it's kind of a one-sided friendship where we're not really contributing um to like a conversation or we're not having our like needs Mm -hmm. or worries listened to 
then we don't voice that because we're afraid of Mm -hmm. the confrontation. And Mm -hmm. so it's like we have such a hard time, like, advocating for ourselves and, I don't know, just, like, having the hard conversations and, like, that relationship may really need that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, I yeah, I think that can definitely impact your relationships negatively. Yeah, if Mm -hmm. you're not, you know, being honest about things that you need or things that you're feeling. If you don't feel like you have space to do that in a relationship, then ultimately, like, that relationship has some inauthenticity in mm-hmm. it and that's never what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I also understand the tension of not wanting to jeopardize a relationship or yeah. ruin it, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you just internalize or take on all of that pressure onto you mm-hmm. almost as though like you're the sole person responsible for keeping a friendship yes. totally going. Yeah. And like, it's a two way street, like you were saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so self-inflicted. Like there's yeah. so much like inner, like turmoil or whatever um that you know we go through all of that just completely in our head and the other person just may not feel that way literally at all yeah Yeah. and it's just do you um go home sometimes and like or if you're approaching a hard conversation like go through five thousand different scenarios oh yeah and like prepare every point you're like okay like, mm-hmm. if she says this, or if my husband says yes. this, this is how I'm going to respond, mm-hmm. and da 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 Like, I can, like, 5,000 different scenarios yeah. in my head. Sometimes I'll have to talk through yes. it with someone else first, uh-huh. of, like, this is what I'm going to say. Like, like if in I, preparation for, for a confrontation. Con- yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Like, if I, I, you know, work again, if I have, like, a more confrontational conversation coming up with a parent or something I'll like go to my coworker and be like this is everything that I'm gonna say mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they might respond this way they might respond this mm-hmm. way and then you know with my husband I'll go through the fight or yeah. the <laughs> conversation beforehand and I'll like fight it out yeah in my head, in my head yep <laughs> and it's like it never it's like a full soap goes. opera in my head <laughs> yeah it's usually like and, a two-second conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I'll have, like, these huge reactions. I'll, like, be yelling and, yeah. like, all this stuff. Uh-huh. And then wow. it doesn't ever yeah. go that way. <laughs> That's really funny, guys. I yeah, like it's, that. It's all in my head yeah. all the time. A lot of, like, inner dialogue. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I was younger, I thought that was weird, honestly. I was like, is this normal to, like, have these conversations? Oh, yeah. Like in my head all the time, like, how things are going to go and mm-hmm. what's going to happen. And I literally thought I was, like, so weird for, like, daydreaming and, like, thinking about hard things. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I definitely, if I'm preparing for a conversation that's stressful to me, yeah. mm-hmm. like, we'll definitely go through that. Mm-hmm. I just imagine maybe y'all's threshold for stressful conversations is a little lower. That's yeah. what it is. the average yes. person. Yes. yes. Yeah. We view conflict as, like any I don't even know how to describe it yeah, you like need to it's kind of give an example of a small conflict that maybe someone would else would oh okay yeah I have one like in my marriage I have to like work up the like courage I guess to to like make a request of Sam to like like if something's been bothering me like mm-hmm. let's say he's been leaving uh, dishes in the sink, and that's really annoying to me. I will, like, think about it for (laughs) so long before I'm like, 
Hey, Sam. <laughs> I just... This has been, like, bothering me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So mm. something like that where it's, like, some people would just be like, stop leaving your dishes in the sink. Uh, yeah. yeah. You. <laughs> I have to... And that's, you know, not an actual example, but that is, like something that would happen. I mean, I can tell you were feeling it when you were yeah. talking about it. <laughs> but, like, yeah. If there's something okay. that, like, Sam or a friend is doing, it, I, like, really have to think about it. And, and I also up. will talk myself down mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So if I get angry about something, I'll have the fight in my head. And sometimes I'm just like... It's not worth it. This is not a big deal. <laughs> Like, this is, this is really not bad. I would no. rather just let it go. Uh-huh. Oh. It's like... I was about to go that direction, is I have to, it has to be something consistent for me to mm-hmm. actually speak up. Like, Absol- and consistently, like, very yes, annoying to you. Because something will happen, and I'm just thinking specifically about marriage, too, right now. Um, Elliot will do something. I'm like, that's really annoying. And then I won't say anything right away because I'm like, okay, how do I need to approach this? Like, yeah. even if it's within the next 10 minutes, like, what do I need to say? Like, how did this really make me feel? Like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, like you said, I'll talk myself out of it. And then it'll happen two weeks later. And I'm like, well, I mean, he didn't know it made me upset. Yeah. So, like, I can't fault him for doing whatever it was. I'm trying to think of an example, but I can't right now. Um, doing whatever it is. And... And then it happens again two weeks later. And then I'll talk myself down. And it's just mm-hmm. this cycle until, like, honestly, maybe, like, six months later, I'm like, hey, you've been doing this. this bothering <laughs> for so long. For so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not, like, I think I'm okay with, like, saying, hey, help with the dishes, do this, like, yeah. do that. I think I'm totally fine with little things like that. It's bigger things, like, I'm trying to think. Maybe just, like, having one extra beer or something. Yeah. Like, when we're out. Like, something that's, like, a little bit more sensitive, a little bit more, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have said those things at, like, this dinner conversation, because my husband is just very, (laughs) he just talks and says whatever is on his mind. He has zero filter, Uh so, and that can trigger me, because I am one piece, and he says whatever he wants, and not everybody agrees, and most people are fine with it, because it's a conversation, and it's a dialogue that's happening, but inside, I'm like, oh my gosh. You're like, what are Um, you doing? (laughs) Yeah. No. Um... And then, oh, this is one. Okay. okay. Sorry if I'm all over the place. But, um. You're, no, whenever... last time you were here, it was because you were pregnant. I know. And now so. it's because you have a two-month-old. <laughs> yes. So, Sarah's just been in some stages where her brain's not quite it's where not she It's not quite where it's at. I mean, hormones are still a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go away after you give birth. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, but yeah, so Elliot loves, he's much more social than I am. I'm very social, but not as much as him. And he loves just inviting people over, which is great. But sometimes it's after a long dinner or hanging out with people all day. And I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I love these people. I want to have them over. One, my house is not clean, and I'm very much a people pleaser. So I would like my house to at least be tidy. That's just something weird in my brain oh me too and you invited them over and didn't even like talk to me about it yeah and Mm. I'm like okay then this is one of those things it literally happened like five or six times before I was like you need to like just send me a text Mm -hmm. like hey can these people come over after this most of the time it's yes some but sometimes it's like no 
I want to watch TV. Yeah. And we have been social enough for the day. Like, Mm -hmm. and I just need that warning before. Um, But that was one of those conversations where, like, it would happen and I'd be angry and I'd be like, why am I upset about this? And then we'd have to approach it. Like, it literally took me, like, six months, I think, before I realized what specifically it was. And I was like, okay. But now... For the most part, he decks. Sometimes he forgets. There you go. But yeah. <laughs> good on you. Yep. Bringing it up, Sarah. Yep. <laughs> that's really, that's really, really interesting that you guys uh, keep yourselves from bringing things up that make you upset for mm-hmm. so long because you convince yourself it's not really that yes. important. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, that's very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think different nines have very different thresholds. Yes. Yeah, of course. For like, when is something like too much mm-hmm. um i would say christians is a lot lower than y'all's <laughs> based on yeah the things that he's mm-hmm. comfortable bringing up with me yeah. totally um i would say mine is extremely high yeah like i it has to be like a really big deal for me mm-hmm. to bring it up but sam and i have had conversations like you can't just sit on this like mm-hmm. just tell me and yeah. it's like it's totally fine yeah <laughs> yeah Elliot yeah. says the same thing too he's like just yeah. say it and so we've been like really working on just you know if there's a problem just bring it up and and he's yeah. like just bring it up nicely because I think sometimes if it like festers for mm-hmm. a really really long time it can like boil over mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't boil over in the right way, and which is our worst nightmare because we want to bring <laughs> yes. up a conflict in like the perfect yeah. fashion and have like a very peaceful conversation about it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, if you let it fester for too long, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, I mean, horrible. like with with anything, when you're just suppressing mm-hmm. over and over again, like it's gonna come out eventually. It's just the longer you push something down the uglier it's going to be when it comes up but I think a lot of it goes back to um trusting that other people like want to hear these things like they they want an authentic relationship Mm -hmm. from you and they they want to know if they're like bothering you or hurting your feelings or something um and like leaning choosing to lean into that trust of that relationship and bringing it up you know I mm-hmm, totally can't. understand that's very hard, but I understand, sorry, I can understand that that's very hard, but at the same time, like, do you feel like you can trust the people that, like, really, really love you to, like, always respond really well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think with that, like, sense of, like, insecurity in some relationships, like, fear of loss of it, you also have kind of, like, your safe relationships, like... Mm-hmm. A spouse. Um, right. Or, you know, certain, like, really, really close friends that it's, like, this is a super safe place mm-hmm. to, like, have harder conversations. And I think that's something that I've been, like, working on probably since we got married. Because, like, whenever Sam and I were dating, I if he would, like, bring up an issue or we would kind of have, like, a fight, I would just completely shut down. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, like, through our marriage, it's become so much safer of, like, okay, if I bring something up or even if he doesn't, like, immediately 
respond or understand like what I'm bringing up. I know that this relationship is safe and like we can get through it. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. so it's not like as anxiety provoking. I don't have to like type it out. Like, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, I may still go through it in my head, mm-hmm. but it's like, it feels okay to like have tough conversations, even if it still makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is just a good reminder for anyone who's friends to a nine that it's really important to remind them of the safe space that you are Mm -hmm. and give them the space to actually talk about these things. Totally. Um, Because it's easy to believe that you're totally comfortable and totally happy, but there may be like discontentment going on under the surface. You just don't feel like you've had space to talk about. Mm -hmm. So it's a good reminder as a friend to... Always be looking out for you guys. (laughs) Checking in. Yeah. Yeah. If you're enjoying learning about the Enneagram and find yourself wanting to explore more resources, I've got your back. Through the link in my bio on Instagram at tori.letsbefriends, I've provided access to three great courses from Your Enneagram Coach, an online platform that will help you use the Enneagram to better yourself. The first course, Discovering You, is for those who want to learn more about the Enneagram in general and figure out your own Enneagram type. The second course, called Exploring You, is perfect if you already know your Enneagram type but are desiring a deeper dive that will help you grow and transform. Finally, the last course, Become an Enneagram Coach, is exactly that, a course that will certify you to become an Enneagram Coach and guide others in their Enneagram growth journeys. As I mentioned, the links to each of these courses are in my bio at tori.letsbefriends on Instagram. Definitely check them out if you're wanting to use the Enneagram to further grow and develop yourself. Now let's get back into the episode. So what are some other things that friends do for you that kind of make you feel loved or like they really care? It's kind of along like the same note, but just asking good questions Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time nines aren't very introspective. And so we don't dwell on even our own feelings a lot of the time because Mm -hmm. the reality of feeling sad or uncomfortable or frustrated, that's just not what we want to feel. So sometimes we'll just suppress those or brush it off saying it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But to have someone in your life to be like what's actually going on and maybe asking one question or two questions further. Mm. It gets us thinking, even on the spot too. Sometimes like you're great asking questions, Tori, which mm-hmm. is oh, it's yeah. why you're so good at the podcast. But you <laughs> ask great questions and it's just like I sometimes I don't even think about it. I'm like, oh, like am I supposed to be like a little bit worried about this? Like, yeah, I am. Or, <laughs> Sorry. No, but like in a good way. Like yeah. I just need to think about things and my feelings more Mm -hmm. so the best friendships I have are one people that talk a lot because I love listening and two people that also reciprocate that and ask me really good questions yeah for sure um because I need that Mm -hmm. (laughs) or else I would never yeah come to any conclusions or any opinions about even my own feelings and I think whenever we do offer up an opinion or like I think of this like if we give advice mm-hmm. or something or come across like stronger in a conversation on a certain topic than we normally would yeah. like validating that mm-hmm. or like listening to that and whether or not you agree, like you don't have to follow everything that we say or always agree with our opinions, but just like acknowledging that we, you know, and listening to 
those things because it is a lot harder for us to kind of interject a stronger, Mm -hmm. um, like, thought or opinion into the conversation sometimes. Yeah. So not just, like, like brushing it off. That That can feel very, like, I don't know, just, like... Not well, validating. I don't yeah. know the but word I feel like for it, it. Affirms like the fear that you don't like really matter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's like not what you mm-hmm. want to do. Obviously, like, yeah. we have any sort of opinion. We've put so much thought into it. Yeah. And for someone to just brush it off, it's like it's like you're like yeah. I never mattered. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. You don't feel yeah like you matter that mm-hmm. someone cares about yeah this thing that is like a very strong like yeah feeling for you or opinion. yeah yeah so acknowledging when something is brought up mm-hmm. that that was probably more challenging for you than right. it was you know for me or for mm-hmm. someone else who doesn't struggle with right that um but yeah that's really really good what do you think are some things that y'all do for your friends that shows them I love you <laughs> I mean we've talked about this but I just love like Hosting people yeah. and like bringing people into your comfort. Exactly, yeah. that's so sweet. Like I, just making, like I host my own birthday party because I just want everyone to feel like happy, and I want everyone to have fun and feel comfortable, and that makes me feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I love having people over to my house and like just having coffee and like. Sitting by a candle. <laughs> I love going over to your house too because it's so aesthetically pleasing yeah, just... and it always smells really good. The worst thing is when you go over to a friend's house and they don't have a cozy blanket. Mm. I don't really care how warm it is in the room. If you still want to be, I just uh-huh. want a little something soft on yep. me. Um, so anyway, yeah, I love your house for that reason. You yeah. always you got the cozy setup, mm-hmm. rocking and rolling. And I know I mentioned this last time, but even if you've only been there for like two days, like yeah. it's unpacked and it's it's ready with some cozy spots. Because I want that comfort level, right? Like, that makes sense. And I'm the same way. As if people are coming over, it's like it has to be clean, yeah, and mm-hmm. it has to be like a comfortable environment, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I just love that feeling and I want other people to experience it as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes a lot of sense. What about you, Sarah? Um, I think just like a calming presence. You mm-hmm. kind of mentioned that in the beginning, but I've gotten that a lot is just kind of my level headedness with friends. Yeah. Um, so whether they're going through a tough time, um, I can be that level headed. I think it can be a detriment when people get really excited about things though. Sometimes <laughs> I get really excited, but I don't show like, it. Sarah, where yeah, are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm here. Like, <laughs> I'm so excited for you, but it's just maybe not as vocal as some people. Um, you did a great job when I shared that I was pregnant with you though. Oh yes. I have to tell everybody about that. <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead. I just, uh, I took a picture of the tests on my phone and I just like was like hey can you look at this and Sarah like it was silent but she was like oh her whole face was just like morphed into this really excited expression and she was like I can't believe you're pregnant <laughs> and it was just I think we were watching The Bachelor yeah. on a random Monday night but yes. um, you were like 
What? It was, anyway, so. And I had to be quiet because you were like, don't tell Elliot right away or oh, something. Oh, yeah, sorry. You wanted to do it. And so I was like, what do I do? <laughs> it was like so much news. <laughs> it was an out-of-body experience for Sarah. For yeah, sure. it was so exciting. It was really oh, my cute. gosh. <laughs> so you do. Yes. You do. But Thank you. Yeah, I mean, sure. Um, maybe, maybe not. Just not, like, cheerleader level status sometimes, and obviously I'm not the loudest person in the room, so sometimes at least I feel like I'm not, I'm like, I need to be more excited for my friends, like, outwardly excited from what I'm feeling on the inside. Yeah, that's Um, fair. But overall, I think in friendship I bring just, like, a calming presence, and I hope people can always just come to me and talk to me about things Mm -hmm. without feeling judged. I don't want to put that on people of, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't agree with this, but... And I'm going to tell you that I don't agree with this. Like, I want them to come with me and, like, I'll process it for you if you want. <laughs> I could do that all day is process things. So, <laughs> if you want to come with me to something, then hopefully my ears will be here for you. Yeah. And you guys are both great listeners. Always make me feel cozy in your houses. You both have soft blankets, not just Nicole. <laughs> um, yeah, those are definitely some ways that y'all have made me feel loved. I always feel like I can come to you, both of you, if... Really, I kind of need anything, but especially, like, a source of comfort, contentment, listening. Those are some big, big strengths for sure. So what are some – I love this question. I think it's so – but what are different qualities or sides of you that come out when you're in relationships with different Enneagram types? So let's say – okay, Nicole, your husband's a six, mm-hmm. so that's kind of fun. Yeah. And then uh, Sarah's married to – we think he's – Strict seven. Strict I'm seven. Pretty sure. I think I could see some eight, eight in there, though. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. But maybe yeah. The wing or yes. something. Yes. I think the wing eight has come out more recently in the past couple of years. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, seven. Strong yeah. seven. So, obviously, you know, our marriages aren't the only relationships that we have. But as you've been talking about right. them, mm-hmm. I can tell Nicole and Sam's interactions. <laughs> Very, very different. <laughs> yeah. Um, Elliot and oh Sarah. Gosh, so that's yeah. really funny. What are some other examples of different types that you uh, interact with and how your personality maybe takes on different angles or sides in those relationships? Yeah. I think, like, my first thought was with stronger personality types, like an eight or a one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like those are just what people think of as, yeah. like, the more stronger, like, dominant yeah I think I they're guess, classically more outspoken mm-hmm. yeah um I think sometimes I can feel like either steamrolled or just like really withdrawn but also I I started thinking about it and I was like my my dad is an eight my mother-in-law is a one and I have like several like really really good friends that are also eights and mm. so while I think that can happen, I think there's, and you know, I have great relationships with all those people. Right. Um, and so I think while I can feel steamrolled, especially if I don't know them very well, there does come a level of like safety and comfortability where I've learned like, oh, I can kind of like meet their level of like energy or whatever um and I know that they're not gonna feel like I don't know intimidated Mm -hmm. by like confrontation or something that's so true that's interesting um 
And so I think sometimes it actually works well, almost like opposites. Well, it brings out yeah. more of your opinions because it's more of a safe space. Yeah, and I think there's less of that like clashing where maybe an, a one and an eight wouldn't like meld well together. It's like I have, you know, this level of wanting peace and harmony that kind of brings them down and then they kind of bring me up a little bit of like hey I can't have a hard conversation with you right um but yeah I think also nines you know if you read about the Enneagram since the nine is at the top of I don't know what shape the like the word is yeah like <laughs> a circle with like a star yeah <laughs> but, I, should, I should know that but, yeah yes. but they talk about how like nine is the type that just has like little aspects of every single type mm-hmm. and because i think we can be very empathetic we can just relate to a lot of different types so i i don't think there's like one type where i'm just like i just don't get along with these types of people. Like, I think generally some people can exhaust me a Mm -hmm. lot more than other people. Like, sometimes those stronger types can just, like, make me very tired. Like, it's not a very um, rejuvenating, like, interaction if we aren't super close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But I can generally, like get along with yeah. a lot of different types of people. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I think most of my friends are sixes. <laughs> um, That's so funny. And ones. I have a lot of one friends oh. as well. And I don't know why I just draw people in that are louder than me yeah. all the time, which is great. I don't have any complaints about that. But, yeah, those bolder types... I generally enjoy hanging out with them, though, because they're fun, and I need that in my life, or else I would just be quiet, Mm -hmm. sitting on my couch, probably, going on walks by myself, and just being totally content, and in my own little world. Um, Hence probably why I'm married to Seven, because he likes to be outgoing. Um, Bring the fun. Yeah. Very fun. Bring that party. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I generally get along with most types. The one that, like, fours, the very introspective, mm. artistic types, they just, like, I'm in awe of them. I'm like, how do you know yourself so well? <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, my, I think, my brother's girlfriend, I'm pretty sure she's a four. Uh-huh. And she's just so creative. She is. And Didn't just she, so like, sweet. And hand paint yes. a onesie for your kid? Oh, yeah, she hand painted, like, 12 onesies <laughs> for little George. <laughs> so sweet. And, like, really well done, too. Uh-huh. And... I'm like, she just like talks and I'm like, she's very religious too. And just like the way she interprets things, I'm like how, like I just did all of people like that. Yeah. I, again, just don't have that part of That's my brain really in me. That's a really good point. I yeah. just like, I think about yeah, I love going to art museums because I'm just staring at them because I'm like, I could never like have an emotion, paint it or sculpt it and then have someone interpret that. I'm like, I love going there just by myself because that's like, it's just so different from how my brain thinks. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, fours are probably just like, I'm like, wow. It, like, there's an anything. enigma. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I just don't understand, but I'm fascinated and want to be your friend. I don't have very many four friends, though, so. I agree. I find myself just, like, like, I just want to know, like, 
how you yes. think and like yeah. yeah I don't understand fours as much but uh-huh. I want to be friends with them yes. because I find them very like so cool. cool yes <laughs> they're <Well>. so cool <laughs> we are so we are doing this episode this is my third episode to record I've recorded episode one type one type two and now <laughs> I'm jumping around so the four episode is not out or recorded yet, <laughs> but when it is, we'll know. Shouts out to Abby Ratcliffe. You're gonna oh, learn yeah. a lot. Yeah. You'll yeah. learn a lot from She's her. She's so cool. Yeah, we think you're really cool. <laughs> yeah, she has an art business. I know. Come on. <laughs> um. I love that though. That's that's pretty funny. That those two types do definitely seem to be very different. Very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so drawn to it as a type nine person because mm-hmm. I just want to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sixes, I think I just need personal accountability for having some lists, yes. some organization in some, my life. Some responsibility. Some responsibility. That's why I need those friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't have anything prepared for baby, hardly. I bounced ideas off a lot of people, stole some ideas from a lot of people, because I was like, well, that's what everybody else has, so oh, yeah. this is what we're doing. Um, and then, yeah, type ones. They just have that bolder personality, too, and mm-hmm. we jive well because we both love rules. Yes. And staying on track yes. with the law or whatever rules are in a restaurant. With the law. <laughs> We're all going to be even keel, and it's going to be great. <laughs> well, yeah, I do think we can find a lot of, like, common ground with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and eights, too. Like, I yeah. just feel like we can find common ground with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is And cool. they just, like, bring the energy, you yes. know, that we sometimes can lack. Yes. Mm-hmm. I lack like energy, mm-hmm. for sure. So what about relationships with other nines? Let's talk about it. We got you two right here. I feel like relationships with other nines are just so, like easy yes. yeah, comfortable yeah because it's like I am not worried about any conflict yes. arising like it's just gonna be easy breezy or even like. if there's silence with another nine you just kind of are comforted that that's not tension mm-hmm. you're like nope we're just both content being quiet <laughs> right now actually like right. nice and you're like then there's no tension because of it it's just I mean just need to we're just cozy right now. We're just mm-hmm. hanging out and We're being cozy. quiet. <laughs> so I think it's not very draining at yeah. all. Like, uh-huh. it's a very, like, restful or, like, I don't know, energy-giving, yeah, uh, it's relationship. Like the nine is. Yeah, yeah, it's just, like, comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes we could be boring. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> Boring. Like, we need those other people in our lives to, like, m- make the party a yes. little bit more fun. Yeah. Otherwise, we would just be, like, sitting mm-hmm. on the couch, like, in the dark, watching a movie or something. Like, what would it be like? Enjoying a knitting club. Yeah. <laughs> what would it be like between two nines trying to make a difficult decision? Oh, it would just be like, It would not oh. be good. Like, just, like, lunch, even, or something. Like, yeah. No, I don't know. I, what do maybe I'm feeling a sandwich, but obviously, if you want a Poke Bowl, we'll go get Poke I Bowl. I can do anything. Yes, because I'm up for anything. My cravings don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I I was texting Heather about a meal train, and she was like, you know, what are your preferences? I was like, 
well, we like this and we like this, but literally any type of food is fine. <laughs> it always ends the very general broad statement. If you have to like have an opinion, it's always like this, 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 but, but anything is fine. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yes. And that would be it. Yeah. I think we would throw out maybe some light opinions mm-hmm. just to actually get there, but oh man. Yeah. Take, it t- it would take a lot longer. Be really drawn out than someone decision. who just has an opinion. Yeah, very so. fair, very fair. Makes a lot of sense. So very excited to hear these stories. Tell me each of you about a time when your nineness just shined, and you're super proud to be a nine. <laughs> we were laughing about this before we started recording because they were like it. I just, I had a hard time with this question. <laughs> yeah. Like, of course you did, because you don't ever think about yourself. I know. I was, like, trying to rack my brain. I'm like, I forget so many things. Like, yeah. I, conversations, little interactions, I have, like, one of the worst memories. So, yeah, thinking I about too. this question, I was like. Well, like, I just imagine a room full of people being like, screw you, and screw you. And yeah. then you were like, but guys. And yeah. everybody was like. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> no. I know that's probably really dramatic, yeah. but surely there's been some moments. So what did y'all come up with? Gosh, you go first. To this moment, I don't have a like, it's concrete not, story. Why is it specific either? <laughs> Tori just had a wide eyes like, guys, get it together so, for the podcast. I invited you. I know. made you prepare. I wrote down, like, answers to these questions and stuff, and... I literally couldn't think of a story. It's really a general idea. Yeah. So my general idea is kind of like maybe I don't know. It was maybe right before I knew my Enneagram type, so somewhere in college. And you're meeting new people, obviously. I didn't know anybody in the college I was going to. You're just kind of saying hi to everybody. I don't know specifically when this happened, but I realized I'm just the type of person in a big social situation. I really like being around people. Mm -hmm. But especially in different friend groups, I'm, like, so quiet for the first maybe two or three times a specific friend group or a specific big group of people are all hanging out because I'm literally just watching everybody interact. Mm. And I'm like, how do I not step on this person's toes? How do I not, like, say something that might offend this person? And so, like, people initially think I'm super quiet, which I am, but I also can talk a lot as well. And so once people actually get to know me and I watch them like a creeper sometimes, <laughs> like intaking, I'm just intaking so much information with new people that like I forget to talk and I'm like, okay, yeah. And I'm just like, like this girl that's just like, oh my gosh, that's cool. <laughs> Before I like insert myself into this group. And I think it's in college when I recognize this. But then, yeah, I took the Enneagram test and I was like, that's got to be so type nine just to like watch people and then become friends with them because I can be like oh I can see myself liking that person the way she said this in this conversation or like it's just I kind of like have an out-of-body experience the first time like I move somewhere or hanging out with a new group of friends I'm like okay this is where I'm going to be in this group and what this group Hmm. means very very interesting you're trying to figure out what little puzzle piece you are yes yeah and so yeah I can't think of a specific thing but anytime New group coming. Well, I feel like I'm that quiet. was very specific. Yeah. That was a good story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I actually thought of one while you were talking. Yes. yes. I love when that happens. <laughs> um, which is funny. Sam and I were talking about this the other day. Um, so, 
I don't know, at the beginning of 2020, whenever we had just started to like meet some of you guys through Tori, obviously, we already <laughs> knew each other. Um, but we had hung out a couple times at like other people's houses and there was one day where I was like, I really like these people. Like I want to, um, get to know them better. And so I'm just going to invite them to like do something that I really like. And so I invited a couple people over for like breakfast and, uh, like coffee and I just it, I think it was like tea or something <laughs> and I just had like all the food out and made a whole spread and um and then I think we I did it again with like a wine night I remember Sarah you came to that one um and just like inviting people into my space that I didn't know very well mm-hmm. um but like trying to like, I guess, cultivate, like, a environment that people were going to be comfortable to have, like, conversation, and um, I remember that was, like, really, uh, like, fundamental moments in just, like, getting closer in relationship with people that were pretty new, of just, like, inviting them into something that I was comfortable with, Um, and then just, like, talking like not really having an activity but just like having coffee or wine and like talking and I feel like that's very nice of just like let's all be comfortable and like laid back and let's just have a good chat like (laughs) I remember at least the breakfast hangout I remember that one and that was a really good environment Mm -hmm. you should be very proud gold star thanks but it's true you did definitely cultivate a very welcoming environment even though these relationships were super new to you Mm -hmm. it's like a I would call that, like, a really significant achievement, actually. <laughs> I, think, I think that's really hard to do. Like, yeah. to put yourself out there, to invite people into your your idea of what's a nice, comforting morning um, that you barely know. And for it to, like, work really well. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. Like, roped all you guys in. Yep. <laughs> yeah, now we're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Well, um, as always, we're going to end with a very fun game, which was actually Sarah's idea. Okay. The whole game idea um, originated with her. She was like, it would be fun if you did this. <laughs> so we're going to, I have some memes. Yes. Some of them very stereotypical. Others just very, very funny. And we share them with you guys and you tell me, is it true or not? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So the first one um, it's from Arrested Development, apparently. I've never actually watched that show. But it's like, type nine's taking the back seat when a heated discussion arises. And she goes, it's going to be a huge disaster. I'll get you tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought that one was funny. Yep. Okay, so this next one is a scene from The Grinch. And I'll totally embarrass myself, like, trying to imitate oh Jim Carrey's voice, but I'm going to do it. Yes. <laughs> Taking one for the yeah. team. you got to bring energy to this, Tori. Yeah. That's yeah. what we've learned from this conversation. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> more fun. So, Type 9's trying to suppress their anger. It's where he's laying down, <laughs> and he goes, help me! <laughs> he goes, I'm feeling... Yes. <laughs> that so is much. so accurate. 
accurate. Oh my Whenever gosh. I have any type of feeling, I'm like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> Why? Why? It really does remind me of you guys talking about like taking months to bring oh, up something yes. very simple with your spouse. Feeling. Yes. The last funny meme I have is uh, these are all like Phoebe moments from uh, Friends. So it says, like, someone is rude. Type 9 externally. Calm. Mm-hmm. Type 9 internally. Push her down the stairs. Push her down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's why we need our bald friends to do what's yes. in our head. Yeah. Because yeah. we, do, we do have big feelings uh-huh. in our head. Yeah. That's absolutely accurate. Yes. <laughs> that was really yeah. funny. Push her down the stairs. Okay. I'm excited for this one. So, um... This this account like puts together little graphics and this one says I like, love and hate these mm, same perfect Saturday <laughs> oh gosh okay so there's six different factors in this perfect Saturday so Sarah it says hot tea and self care mm, obviously doing that right now she just pointed to her tea picnic with friends mm-hmm. totes <laughs> I'm like agreeing yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay this is about you guys um reading in the sun. Yes. Yes. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Drives in the city. Sounds like it could be stressful, right? Yeah. This is your game. Sorry. I do like driving, though. Oh, I hate driving. But not in the city. Yeah. Like a drive, like when we go back to Texas, like a drive in the country. Uh Very nice. So, drives in the country. I, I like driving, but it's probably personal like driving. driving preference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. I just don't like driving. And my husband has a Jeep that's the most uncomfortable thing, so that probably mm. doesn't help with Agreed. my comfort level. Yes. If we had, like, a big minivan or something, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> a minivan? Enjoy, yeah. A luxury drive. That's drive. Well, choice. I think a minivan is, like, so comfy. I hate minivans, the look of them, and I don't think I'd ever personally get one. But, like, on long road trips, we'd always rent minivans, like, would, in college and oh. stuff. And I would say, like, a Tesla, but you're like, oh, a nice minivan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, no, you're thinking of, like, the seats and the comfort level during a road trip. Minivans, they're where they're at. Oh Never gosh. will get one because this I think they're funny. hideous. Okay. But. So, in this situation. Okay, next time I'm on a road trip, we're going to rent a minivan, <laughs> and I'm going to change your mind, Tori. Okay. <laughs> so, Nicole would say drives in the country, uh-huh. and Sarah would say drives, drives in the minivan. minivan. Okay, yeah, so. Not driving, though. I need to be a passenger. Okay, next one. Naps in your favorite chair. Just a nap anywhere, really. Actually, I'm not a big napper. Yeah. Mm -mm. Fair. Yeah. Fair. And then uh, the last one on this little graphic. Diner food at 10 p.m. Hmm. (laughs) Diner food at 10 p.m. I feel like 10 p.m. looks more like a a hot drink Mm -hmm. on the couch. Mm-hmm. And a blanket. A brownie, maybe. Like and something warm something like sweet. Yes. Our favorite thing is coffee and biscotti at night. Ooh. Wow. Oh, it is Decaf Decaf coffee. High-class high people. Very oh, fancy. Yeah. It's, it's really not. It's like Trader Joe's, like, packaged. <laughs> but, Still. But it is lovely. Yeah. With okay. a movie on. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm coming over at 10 p.m. I know. I bought tonight. some... For that this weekend, we're like playing in coffee and biscotti night. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, so cute. Love wow. that. You okay. should make that a thing where you invite people into that. I, I should. That should be. You guys are <laughs> that all invited. Be your next thing. <laughs> yes. 
Just putting ideas in your head. <laughs> so that we can So that we can go. <laughs> Would y'all rather do uh, Enneagram types, like the type 9 in a coffee shop, or the type 9 gift guide? Ooh. Oh, no, I'm asking you to make a decision. To, yeah. Gift guide. Yikes. Okay, oh. Good job, Sarah. I know. Okay, gift guide. Because I don't like coffee, so I was like, mm, maybe oh, not. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. so true. Okay, good. Um, electric tea kettle. That's a great one. Yeah. Mm, good job. I yeah. have several tea kettles. I need more tea kettles. <laughs> I literally, like, two days ago, was like, I need a new one. I have one on the stove. I have electric. an electric one. Wow. On yeah. top of the various coffee <laughs> maker <laughs> things that we have. Interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you can't give a nine enough tea kettles. No. Apparently not. Okay. Uh, plants. Yes. Well, mm. I I don't keep them alive. No. But I love them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. A warm and soft hat. How does that sound? Like a beanie? Like a beanie. Yeah. This is a beanie on here. Uh, okay. A beanie would be a great yeah. gift. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what other warm and soft hat there might be. I pictured... A toboggan? Wait, is it a toboggan What I pictured was like a fluffy bucket hat. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my some, gosh. I don't... Like, like one of those yeah. bright pink ones. I'm picturing when you like, said bucket hat, like fluffy hat. It was I like, pictured a leopard <laughs> I pictured like bright pink or bright blue. Do you remember those? Yeah, no, it sounds like it's from like a Mary Kate yeah. Ashley movie yeah. or something. Okay, um, so, so not that, but a beanie would be great. Yeah, beanie. Get your good. nines beanies, not fluffy leopard yeah. printed hot pink <laughs> uh, bucket hats. Okay, fun home decor. Yeah, yeah, sure, uh-huh. mm-hmm. right? I love fun home right. decor, especially yes. if it has some like cozy element, like a mug or a blanket <laughs> or a candle. Yeah. Great nine gifts. I love the ones with animals on them. I think you share that love, Tori. Uh, random yes. funny sayings on yeah. it, even. I'm like, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Good stuff. And the last thing on this gift guide is fancy teas. Yes. Obviously, 100%. For I see. I'm more in the coffee. Coffee or tea, though. I think you can manage it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're Anything that has to do with like a warm drink. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, drink mix. Or mm-hmm. sure. tea, coffee beans, yeah. tea bags. Yeah. <laughs> tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, cool. This is super fun. Okay, last question. Do you have anything else that you just wish people knew about the type 9? Or maybe even advice for a type 9? I think I have advice for a type 9 that I've been, like, really working on this on. year. Um is just like trying to build that like emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and like leaning into harder emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like if you're feeling angry or anxious, stressed, sad, I think we can just like push it down, push it away. Like it just feels so uncomfortable that we um we don't like sit with it and i think that just like learning to sit with and identify like the root of those feelings and then like learning how to process or cope with them instead of just ignoring them is so like such an area of growth for a nine right of being okay with some of those other feelings um and just leaning into them and then I think that helps you be able to like empathize or be a better friend for someone else who has those feelings because you can then 
not like shy away from someone else experiencing that as well. And just like being able to lean in something a little bit more difficult with someone else. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to do that when you can't do that with yourself. Very Um, true. Makes sense. And so, yeah, just like whether that's like through therapy or um, just like a little bit more like reflection, Mm -hmm. however that needs to happen, um, just going through that process. Yeah, I feel like there's even some good, like, resources on Instagram where it's, like, what a type 9 might really be feeling or mm-hmm. whatever that actually, I think, point to a lot of good questions to ask yourself, like, you know, how, how a type 9 might look when they're when they're angry or, you know, things like that. Those resources might be especially good for type 9s because it requires you to kind of face, like, you do have mm-hmm. emotions and yeah. complex things going on. And this is how they might just be being kind of covered up. Yeah. Well, and what I've been doing lately is if I feel that way, sometimes I just have to tell myself, like, you have to sit with this. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to, like, sit with this and it's okay to feel this way. Um, Let's, like, think more deeply about, like, why you're feeling this way and like what are the repercussions of that you know just like Mm -hmm. instead of immediately um pushing it away Mm -hmm. being like hey it's okay just like feel it like (laughs) yeah well that's a whole part of the process of working through anything is the first thing you have to do is just allow yourself to feel it Mm -hmm. and that will help it from bubbling over at a very inconvenient time or coming out in a really ugly way because it's always going to come up mm-hmm. but forcing yourself I think any, for any type forcing yourself to sitting with feelings mm-hmm. is really hard but I can see how for the nine there's a particular struggle there because mm-hmm. you're uncomfortable with conflict even within yourself mm-hmm. so that makes a lot of sense yeah I think that's great advice do you I don't know for me in pregnancy and hormones and stuff that'll surface like feelings and emotions mm-hmm. a lot easier and even now, still, that it's, like, balancing out and just tired. It's still, like, at the oh, surface. Yeah. And it was so weird for me to be, like, sad and, like, actually cry. Like, yeah. I cry about things, like, especially when I watch movies and stuff. Me too. All the time. But, like, if it's me personally thinking about my struggles or just, like, Real a life, conflict, not a crier. Not a crier in hmm. my personal life. But then I got pregnant and my hormones are crazy. And I'd be like, oh, my gosh, the sandwich wasn't hot enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just random things like that, mm-hmm. and I know that it was kind of, like, almost a good reality check in a way to be like, okay, like, the world didn't collapse when I had a little freak out, and it was actually good and kind of healthy to freak out in that moment as yeah. opposed to not doing it and just kind of repressing that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been kind of an interesting switch, just body chemically-wise, too, um, that made me a little bit more in tune. We'll see if it Mm -hmm. persists after I'm a little bit more leveled out, but... I think that's why, I mean, like, I've been pregnant this entire year. And so I think that's why, like, I'm like, this This year, I've been Uh thinking more about this, because I've been been so pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I cry it so much these days. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Very, very easily. Yeah, no, that's really, really good advice for the type Mm -hmm. nine, just to allow yourself to feel things Mm -hmm. and know that it's actually important to feel things Mm -hmm. and just kind of burying things under their surface isn't 
Oh, it's, it's rarely helpful. <laughs> not, it's not always helpful. Like, I feel like it really is rarely helpful. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like I said earlier, it's such a good reminder as a friend of a type 9 to make sure to vocalize that I want to hear, you know, what's going on. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that you guys think I'm a good question yes. asker, of <laughs> course. But um, all the more inspiration to come up with great questions every time you guys <laughs> hang out with me. <laughs> um, this has been so fun. Yes. Yay. Yeah, Thanks thank for being you. here, guys. Thanks for having us. Of course. Loved it. Cozy vibes in here, too. Uh-huh. A plus. Okay, I actually <laughs> was insecure about that. We uh, disclaimer: we we just moved into this house and we're in the basement, and this is a very thrown together room. There's literally headbands on the floor, um, so I was a little insecure when Nicole was like, "I like my house to be really cozy, so other people feel cozy." I was like, "Oh God, What's what have I done?" I don't no, care about don't care other about people's it. houses. Oh, no, good. I don't care about it at either. all. It's like such a personal. Yeah. And I don't think people care that no, much about no. my house, but no. I care yeah. about my own it makes house. Makes you feel better. Yeah. yeah. To bring people into the cozy space. Mm-hmm. Very fair. Well, cool. I'm super hungry. Are you guys? Yes. Okay, cool. We're going to go eat and see you next time. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Let's Be Friends with Tori Segner. I hope you loved the episode and gained a little insight into the world of the Enneagram and relationships. If you enjoyed listening, please rate the podcast and leave a review. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Tori.Let'sBeFriends for updates, behind the scenes content, and a community of its own. I hope you have the best week and I will see you next time.